<laughs> Joe, I've got the meat sweats, Joe. Franklin Barbecue, meat sweats. Oh, so much brisket. Welcome to the Bands Make Her Dance Fantasy Football League Podcast with your hosts, Taylor LaPrairie and Joe LaFever. What's up, guys? Oh, feels so good to be back. Oh, Joe! Oh, Tay, it's season two, baby. Season two coming to you Thursday, March 18th, 2021, episode 18 of the Official League Podcast. Audio only today, boys. You can find us on iTunes and Google Podcasts. Might throw a little uh, audio only version up on YouTube, but, uh, you know, we're in off-season form. I don't think you really want to see what off-season form looks for looks like for uh, Taylor and myself. Yeah, the audio that's a huge that's a that's a gift. It, it is a yeah, it's a gift to both us <laughs> and all of you it's, as it's well. A true gift. Yes. So, uh, Tay, how you been? It's I'm good. good. You. I, it's good to see you. I'm literally looking at you. Right I, now. I know. Yeah, I guess we should mention uh, uh, yours truly is down in ATX, Austin, Texas, uh, visiting my boy and favorite co-host Taylor. It's been a, a blast these last what four days? Yeah, it's been it's been a good hang. Uh, we had this morning actually uh, Franklin barbecue, as you could probably tell from the intro. I'm yes. still I'm still a little hungover from the meat. He's got the meat sweats over here. Yes, uh, very moist right now. And I must say, uh, Thomas, the Thomas is our resident barbecue ex- expert. Apparently, despite never Ooh. being to like the capitals of you know major barbecue in the United States. Who named him that? Is that just him self proclaimed? No, it, it, it has now been decided by by myself. Uh, it's come up enough. Um, he'll be happy to know that uh, I have copped, and, and, and you you have heard me say this. I have said that Austin, Texas brisket has beat Kansas City brisket. There we go. Uh, we also had ribs this morning, right? Yes, we did. Um, and I got to say, I, I really like the ribs, but I still like those Kansas City ribs a little bit better. Just personal taste. Yeah. Tell me, tell me a little bit more. What's the difference between the KC barbecue scene and the limited <laughs> limited knowledge that you now have of the Austin scene. Yes, right. I'm not going to Franklin's pull- yeah, Franklin's is not everything down here, but it certainly is the uh, the name brand. Yeah, I I uh, by no means as am an expert such as Thomas. Uh, but I will say the difference that I notice uh, Kansas City barbecue tends to be quite sweet. Uh, usually uh, more wet-based rubs or, or like, sauce rather than dry rubs. It seems like dry rubs, you were saying, like, salt and pepper. It's just all it is is salt and pepper down Yeah, so it was a little bit more peppery, a little bit more vinegary with some of the barbecue sauce I had. Um, yeah, you you slapped on the sauce. I was a little disappointed. I, I thought I thought you were going to be a true meat fan. Well, and, and, just, I, and the meat would be enough for you. It, it is well, and maybe that's my you know that that Kansas City influences. I like to have a little bit of sauce with my with my meat. That's just uh, that's just my style. But hey, good nonetheless. Uh, and I, I probably better than Memphis. That's great, Thomas. Memphis, yeah. I don't understand where that where that take. I don't even think he's been to Memphis. Uh, yeah, I or he's had he's had just the sauce. Yes. From Memphis, maybe. All right. Well, hey, we got some things to get into. Uh, probably a quicker pod today. 
Uh, first off-season episode, uh, we were renewed for season two, thanks to our network uh, So glad. Sponsors. Thank you. Uh, blessings upon the podcast. The, the people have spoken. They have ordered up uh, a, a new season for us. Also, I'm sorry. I'm still hammering this. I like I'm like laying down right now. This meat is just <laughs> it's taking really a while. It's really setting in. It's taking a while it's really for setting it to run in. its course. So yeah. it, it'll be a solo show by you know the, the time we finish you today. You snoring. But, you know it's coming from me. Yeah, that's all right. That's all right. All right. Uh, so we got some news, a couple odds and ends to get into. And then most importantly, uh, the rule changes. That's the big thing we're going to get into. Uh, before we get into it, how about uh, a little drink check, Taylor? Can you get me another beer, please? Yes, yeah, so Joe and I um, are actually drinking the same thing. Um, Joe has discovered the extent of my coffee snobbery this week. Uh, you've been pretty good. I wouldn't say snobbery. I try not to be too pretentious, but like Elitism. in my... <laughs> Elitist, yes. <laughs> but in my mind, I certainly... I judge, you know, I judge people that are, are drip coffee makers. Which is myself. Yes. Okay. Yes. I, I am Starbucks lovers. Uh, uh, I, which I am not. I've said that. Yes. I'm just trying to set the set the record straight here. But, anyway, continue. I, yeah. I uh, My methods, I have a, um, my roommate is actually more into it than I am. He like makes espresso every single day. But um, I I have a Chemex and uh, I had just made a, I got a, I got a, I'm a part of that trade coffee thing. So I just got a Panther coffee. Uh, I don't even know where it's from, but it was a Brazilian bean, and it had notes of chocolate. I think it was chocolate eclair oh. and hazelnut. It was very, very good. Uh, but right now we're actually drinking some cold brew. So I, I make a hot brew in the morning every single morning, but before I leave for work, and then I have a cold, I take a big old thing of cold brew with me in my my Yeti mug. Also yeah. Yeti. From from Austin, yeah, Texas. From we yeah. saw the flagship store, which I, I did yes. not know. Yeti was from Austin. Yeah, um, very interesting. Yeah, we're drinking a little. We're drinking a little cold brew with um with real dairy, uh, sweet cream creamer in it. We yes. had a big uh, big fight over coconut milk versus the real the real deal. Well, no, it wasn't a fight. Let me explain to the people because the people need to know. Fine. Uh, Taylor had both coconut milk and regular dairy milk, right? And he was like, you want coconut milk? And I just completely trashed the words. I was like, yeah, I'll have some coconut. Like, I couldn't say coconut for some reason. And simply because I couldn't say the word, Taylor just assumed I you didn't want any. Well, no, and you weren't ready for it. I, apparently, were, I was not worthy. worthy. Yeah, yeah, not worthy enough. So, um, no coconut milk for me. Yes, but so, we are enjoying, we're enjoying our, our cold brew right now. Yes, yes. And we're going to go on a hike a little bit later. Check out Mount Bunnell. Oh. Maybe hit up the Oasis, get some queso. We got a, we got a good day. Nothing like some good queso. Very good. Uh, can we skip the next thing we're going to talk about? We cannot skip, <laughs> Joe. We need <laughs> oh, Joe. This no. is an important part of the process. Okay, there's there's been You're some right. pain in your life that we we all need we need to talk about. This is this is more than just a podcast, more than just a fantasy football league. We're here for you. We, yeah. need, we need to help you through what, this What time. step of grieving am I on right now? Uh, I think still bargaining. I, yeah, <laughs> it's still pretty early on. Uh, yeah, so the Super Bowl. Uh, yes. I have blocked that day out of my memory. In fact, what was it? What, 33 to 9? I don't even remember the score. Um, well, here's the <laughs> thing. So good. we were all texting in the, in the group chat about it, and someone was like, I don't, I don't even know who said it. it. was like, someone want to check in on Joe? 
how is he doing? And I was like, I'm going to call him. Cause I was, <laughs> I've been in this spot before where like, like when Michigan state was playing Texas tech, I had a couple friends that went to Texas tech that were texting, like they were texting me and it was really, really annoying. And I just was like going dark and I needed somebody to just like call me and I just needed to like scream and vent. So I called you, but you didn't even answer, I, which was very out of character for you. So I was like, Oh, this is real bad. The, the people were texting me. The group was going off. And I, this was, I, I think you called me right before halftime. I, I called I, you a couple times. I was already pissed. I was so mad. I was so angry. What were you mad about specifically? Okay, so here's the thing. Um, I, I obviously big Chiefs fan, and I, I know uh, Fairweather fan. Got you it. got yep, sure, and uh, yeah, coming from a Cowboys fan. Uh, no. and, oh and my gosh, this so, is not about me, but we will get there. So, so the big thing you're going to hear from I, I would bet most Chiefs fans are going to say, oh, you know what, three of the five offensive line starters were playing different positions or not there, or you know they're going to say like. You know that's going to be the big excuse, or or like the refs, the 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 refing was so bad and would played in in the Bucks' favor. And yeah, look, I, I agree the refing wasn't great, and I agree the offensive line. Like had we had the offensive line there, it would have been different. But let me say this: those two factors would not have been enough in that game. We were not good enough to win that game, and I'm not going to use those as excuses to say that we should have won. It's clear that there was just, you know, the penalties, sure, some were questionable, but still, you shouldn't be making the penalties in the first place. That's on us, right? And I'm going to say, like, I think Patrick Mahomes played a very good game, but there's a lot of plays I go back to. Travis Kelsey dropping balls, Tyreek Hill dropping balls. It's just kind of people just not living up to the pressure. The Bucks defense played great, credit to the Bucks, but here's the thing. I would have been fine losing to Tom Brady and the Buccaneers in a close, tight game. That was a blowout. I don't care how you, you yeah, it was just frame not, it. It anyway, was, not, it was a blowout. not competitive after like, the first series of the second half. It was not good at all. And I, I, I do believe if the, you know, the Chiefs, maybe if the, if the game's played 10 times, maybe the Chiefs win 6 of 10. But I, I don't, we did not deserve to win that game say, at all. I would say 7 I don't, I just, I, I don't like the referee thing. I'm not one to ever complain about who's the refs. Right, I'm just not right. that type of person, but like the offensive line thing was just like super, super significant. And that's like the whole identity, identity of the team. It feels like, and it, yeah. And like Tyreek and Travis Kelsey dropping balls like they were, it just was, it was just like a, a totally strange. And I, I really think that the chiefs were better. I, I was, I am so frustrated just cause like, I don't want to, I don't want to talk about Tom Brady. I, I I'm so sick of having the conversation about him and yep. everybody. Yep. Well, is he the? Yeah, he's the greatest. Great. Let's like. I just am ready for the new era. I'm I'm pleased that Drew Brees is retiring. I'm I'm pleased that we're letting go of the past here. I'm just I'm so done with Tom Brady. I didn't like ever hate him when he was at the Pats or anything like that. But I just am I'm ready for this to be over. Yeah, I I agree with you. And I think the thing that makes me most angry about the whole situation is. Is uh, you know, I there's there's been talks of you know, is Patrick Mahomes the next Brady or is he gonna don't take over? I I'm done with like I don't want to talk about that. I don't want to talk about Tom Brady. I just I, I'm done. Can't we just appreciate it for what it is I, and just like move exactly. on and let Pat Mahomes like blaze his own trail? So and- that is that is my my rant. I am now on to step two of grieving. Um. I don't even know what the steps are. But. I don't either, but I just, I feel like I'm not very far along. No, you are not. And it sucks. <laughs> oh, well. 
news from around the league. There has been so much news. It's the offseason in the NFL. This is one of my favorite times of year in the NFL is offseason and, and draft season because it's super fun. Uh, and there's way too much stuff for us to get into. So Taylor we, and I... We have been absolute nerds. Like, <laughs> like we've been doing things. Like, don't think... like He did not come down to Austin, Texas just to hang out with me in my house and, like, play tuba and watch movies. But, like, we've been going out and doing stuff. And, like, we'll be having, like, deep conversations or whatever. And then just in the middle of it, it'll be like, oh, did you see Joe Thune signed with the <laughs> And Thank you, by the way. Yes. That's what we needed. <laughs> yes, yes. But we have been just such nerds about, like, oh, my gosh, did you see the Raiders, like, go with their third-string cornerback? Oh, this is big. So things like that. We've been just such nerds about it. It's a glimpse into our life. Uh, so we're not going to talk about everything, but we do have a few things we, uh, I, both of us wanted to bring up. We, yeah, we, the first thing is AJ Brown looks like he is like primed and ready to become a true wide receiver one. No doubt about it. And we, we actually, um, Evan FaceTimed us, uh, last night, last night, that yeah. was last night. Um, and we were kind of going through some like who would you rather have here um, looking at A.J. Brown? I brought up the conversation, A.J. Brown or D.K. Metcalf? I think they're very similar. And I think I would prefer A.J. Brown. Mm-hmm. It's close. I would... We're talking purely fantasy. If you don't know, Corey Davis signed with the Jets. So he's gone from Tennessee. It's basically the A.J. Brown show. Jonu Smith is gone in Tennessee as well. So A.J. Brown's the guy. Yeah, and he's all he's already been like just the man, and he's been he's been getting touchdowns and all those things. My only thing was like, well, DK's got you know Tyler Lockett, who is able to you know when when you only have like oh De- AJ Brown is the only person there. It's either going to be like Devontae Adams of this past year or some years in the past where it's like all they all they can go to is Devontae. So I think that. I still think I would go A.J. Brown, but D.K. is a close one. I think another great comp. Well, before you go on, I just wanted to say the one thing that you brought up yesterday, that which was really good, was the Juju Smith. Like, is this going to be a Juju Smith-Schuster situation with A.J. Brown where he loses Antonio Brown, Juju's the one, and it doesn't pan out? So that's another thing I thought was you know, a good, good point. Plus good their point. identity is in the run game. Yeah. But another thought, okay, A.J. Brown or Allen Robinson? He has been re-signed with the Bears. Making I, lots of money. I would say A.J. Brown be, solely because of the quarterback situation. Who would have thought in that Chicago. Ryan, Ryan Tannehill would be <laughs> our knight in shining armor? <laughs> I mean, what do you think? Uh, would you agree? I mean, I if, think if there's Allen, a better quarterback in Chicago, I think that changes things. Yes, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk about that a little bit later in our, in our way too early division winners. Yeah, I think Allen Robinson is just like under the radar amazing. I love him. Yeah, no, I love him too, but I think I would still go A.J. Brown. Okay, A.J. Brown or Calvin Ridley? This one and the next one are the two that is really hard for me. I think I would lean Calvin Ridley as of now simply because both the Falcons and the Titans have a terrible defense, right? So they're going to be playing catch-up a lot. It's going to be a high offensive game. The one thing that Atlanta does not have that Tennessee does is the run game, right? Atlanta is all pass game. Mm-hmm. And, and Calvin Ridley, I think... We saw we saw him last year. I I think now the one A in Atlanta, one B is Julio now. But I mean, he needs Julio to be great sometimes. Yeah. But I, I think Calvin, I think I would prefer Calvin Ridley simply because of more target share. Uh, AJ Brown's a little bit more big play kind of guy. I think Calvin Ridley would be more consistent. Yeah, I would go Calvin Ridley. I think. Uh, okay, this one's tough. 
AJ Brown or Michael Thomas. This is where I think some people might be like, stuck. "Oh, that's not tough," but I really think it is. I think it is hard, especially given the quarterback situation now, yep. which is just crazy to and, me. Because you mentioned it, Drew Brees retired. Yep, Drew Brees is gone. Uh, extended for four years, was it with, yep. with Taysom Hill, Hill. and then uh, Jameis Winston getting a one-year deal. As well, it's just so murky. I don't understand the logic. Uh, to me, I think you should just go with one and just say, "Yep, we're hitching our wagon to Taysom, or we're going with Jameis, or whatever." But the fact that they're going to do both, it's just big question marks. I think the the real winner is honestly Alvin Kamara. I think that he he is like now shining above all the other running backs in a PPR league. Um, but yeah, what do you what do you got? AJ Brown or Michael Thomas? Oh, it's really tough for me. It does depend on the quarterback. In New Orleans, and I, but I think what's going to happen is you could see. Uh, we heard it earlier on some sports shows that you could see like a, a three to one split in a game where Jameis is taking most of the passing down, and then Taysom Hill's coming in for you know a few snaps or, or vice vice versa or whatever. Yeah, it'll be like Chris Leak and Tim Tebow <laughs> back in back in two thousand six, baby. So yeah, it'll be interesting to see. I, I think I would lean AJ Brown now just because I don't know what's going on in New Orleans. I think closer to the season we'll have a better idea of what's happening. But the AJ Brown situation see this is way too early to be talking about it. But the AJ Brown situation as of now feels more stable than yeah i mean we're nerds we're, we've been having these conversations all right yeah so i want to bring this up obviously touches yeah, the heart i need to lay down touches oh the gosh. heart <sighs> of of many of our our listeners the matthew stafford jared goff trade the lions and the rams uh i wanted to talk about this because i think it is a fantastic trade for both sides more specifically the lions so the lions get jared goff a 2021 third rounder 2022 and 2023 first rounds uh matthew stafford to la I love this for the Rams. I think the Rams are, in my mind, a, a solid Super Bowl contender this year. I think they're easily in the NFC Championship game, uh, if not the Super Bowl. And I think you look at the Lions side, it's pretty crazy because, uh, sure, Jared Goff isn't you know great, but he is a franchise quarterback. So usually when you trade for a, tr- a franchise quarterback, you're giving away first-round picks. The Lions managed to get a franchise quarterback and – Two first round pick like that. That's something that's crazy. The Jared Goff situation is great. His contract is all on LA's books, so Detroit's not really paying him much. They can cut him after this year if it doesn't work out. They get the picks. They keep all those you know first round picks. I just think it's a, a fantastic trade. I'm excited for Stafford. I think he's got a real shot at getting the ring this year. Yeah, I think that I'm not out on Stafford. I just don't think that the gap between him and Jared Goff is that huge and I know that you're like Joe's smiling right now because he just, well, I just know he vehemently disagrees completely opposite on how we think on, on Matthew Stafford well I just want to remind everybody <laughs> yeah, the, pre-season, deep cut, deep pre-season, pre-season pre-season season pre-seasonings we had a little conversation about who was going to be better Aaron Rodgers or Matt Stafford because you know Joe and I we prefer we're not like, you know, totally limited by this, but we would prefer to get our quarterbacks in the late rounds. And we were talking about who would you rather have at like round 11, Aaron Rodgers or Matt Stafford. And I was like, oh, definitely Aaron Rodgers. I mean, the ceiling is just so high. And Joe was sitting over here like, are you kidding me? It's got to be Stafford. And then we like rated our quarterbacks. And I think I had like Aaron Rodgers as like my like quarterback number nine. You had Matt Stafford, I think, as your eight. And then you had like Aaron Rodgers as like number 14 or 15. And then as the season went on, obviously Matt Stafford was injured. But, like, 
Aaron Rodgers' ceiling is just so high. So I got branded as this Matt Stafford hater, and I I am not a fan of the Lions. I will say that easily. I just have never cared for or have ever wanted to root for the Lions. But I just I think Matt Stafford is good. Everyone always talks about how talented he is, but I just I've I just don't believe it until I see it really. I and yes, he's had he's had a raw it? deal. I I feel like we haven't seen him win. He's like, yeah, of course he's talented, but like everybody in the league is talented. And like I don't know, I just don't think that he's like that special. I that being said, I do love the Rams. I do think that he's he's going to work on that offense better than Jared Goff, but I think the real winner in this trade is just the Lions. I can't believe that they got so many picks for taking on the Jared Goff contract. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and they did I mean, they really didn't because LA is paying most of it, uh, which is great. All right. So, I got to ask you, do you think the Rams are in the NFC Championship this this year? I am NFC, so, NFC to me is so monkey. I am so confident to book that right now. Like I will bet you on that right now. You just love Sean McVay. I, I am a believer in Sean McVay. Yeah. That offense, that defense. All right, he doesn't want to make a bet, but I don't. You no. book it now. I, I I the Rams are in the NFC championship game. Okay. Uh next, uh Janu and Hunter Henry. Janu and Hunter Henry. The the new Gronk and Aaron Hernandez in New England. Is yes, that, the tight end stack has a, has been remade. From, quote from Thomas Vieira, your uh our, our very own uh resident uh, uh resident what? What do we Barbecue connoisseur Barbecue connoisseur and Oracle and, and, of and, the fantasy yeah. football world. Um, so yeah, that's great. All right, we gotta talk about these way too early division winners. We're gonna go through them super quick so we can get into the rules. Uh let's just run these down. AFC North, who's winning? I have the Ravens. I'm not super confident with that, but I do have the Ravens. I do think Lamar Jackson has like what two more years of greatness. That's what I'm thinking. Are you serious? I think I think he's got two more years of him oh. being like a real X factor. After that, I think the team is going to break down. Interesting. Okay. Everyone's going to figure him out. That's a, a bit of a hot take. Uh, I'm going to take the Browns. I, I think the Ravens are close for me. It really, uh, we talked about this. Is really honestly the Ravens or the Browns for both of us? I'm going to take the Browns. I like Baker. That run game. I think is probably the best in the league, unless well, you. I love Baker. <laughs> Did I actually say that? I think you may I do I, like. You may have said I like Baker. I like Baker this year. Okay. I like Baker. Oh man! If I said I love Baker on the pod, that's forever. Yeah. Oh man, that'd be great. Scratch that. Uh, I like Baker. Uh, no, I like that offense. He's in like. He's af- Joe. Joe's afraid of commitment. I. I, I am. Uh, <laughs> I like. I like Baker. I like the run game. Uh, it's a big one for me. AFC East. I just don't. I don't see it being anybody but the Bills. Yep. I just don't think. I think the Pats and the Finns is now the real competition. I still think the Bills. You have too much talent, too good of coaching. Yep. I I agree. I think it's the Bills for sure. I think the Dolphins and the Patriots will be fighting for a wild card spot. Um, that's my opinion. Uh, AFC South. I, we're both taking the Colts. Yeah, I'm taking the Colts because of Carson Wentz. He's you- making it back with Frank Reich. I just believe in Carson Wentz. I think that he just was not treated right in Philly. I think he is incredibly talented. I think that they will figure it out. The identity will be on the run game. They'll actually hopefully not be like riddled with injuries like the Eagles have been for the last three years. I'm a big fan. I think it's Colts easy. You were you were flip-flop between them and the Titans. Though. Yes. I So you are a big – you're high on Carson Wentz. I, and you are very low. <laughs> I'm not very low. I, I'm not as high on Carson Wentz as you are. Jalen Hurts, the new Kyler Murray. Look, I, no, we need to talk about that because I did not say that. You you completely misunderstood what I was trying to say. Uh, look, You're right, it's my I'm going to speak to that. I like Jalen Hurts a lot in Philly. I think he is his game is like, I don't know, 
70, 75% of what Kyler Murray is. I like him in Philly. I think it's going to be an exciting fantasy option, not necessarily NFL option. I think he's better than, I think he's a better option than Tua right now. That's what I think. Do you want to speak to that? I just don't think that putting you, you, you were comparing him and putting him in the same class and conversation as Tua and Kyler Murray. No, I'm like, I'm huh? I'm trying to I'm putting them on a spectrum of where because I think Jalen Hurts has the run capability and the pass capability similar to like what Kyler Murray has. It's true. They came from the same system, Oklahoma. They're both mobile quarterbacks, yes, yeah, sure, but like I think Jalen Hurts is interesting, and that's it. Okay, all right, fair enough. So anyway, yeah, I took the Colts. It's close for me with the Titans. I I still think the Titans have some juice in them if they can fix their defense. Juice. Uh, AFC West. Easy. Any any surprise here? Easy. Give me those Chiefs, baby. Chiefs. How about the Chiefs? All right, NFC North. NFC North. I almost put my Vikings on here, but <laughs> all we're doing right now in free agency is releasing players, so not great. I think, honestly, depending on what happens with the quarterback situation, if it stays the same where it's Trubiscuits, then I will go Packers. But if anything changes, I really think that the Bears will shoot up. I mean, they have Tariq Cohen. The second coming, Tariq Cohen. Undefeated, yes. Tariq Cohen. Uh, I, I took the Packers here, but I do agree with you. If if Deshaun goes to Chicago, it's game over for me. Chicago Chicago is, is the division winner. Easy. Well, yeah, they're making making runs at Russell Wilson, too. Yeah, I don't like that I don't think much, I don't think that'll happen. I don't I, think that they'll, Seattle will let go of him. But. I don't think so, either. Uh, NFC East, this is a little bit interesting. I took Washington. I like the Washington football team. That defense is scary. Montez Sweat, Chase Young, a lot of young guns on that defense. They look good. Uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick on the Washington football team. I actually love that. I'm buying. Like that. I'm buying Terry McLaurin. Terry stock. McLaurin, I, super talented. Antonio Gibson, my dude. I just like that team a lot. They showed some grit. Uh, I love Ron Rivera. I'm taking Washington. Well, who's their quarterback? Uh, it's probably going to be Heineke or Fitzmagic. And really, you really th- okay. Heineke, he well, they have I, the nineteenth. They have the nineteenth really pick. They have the nineteenth pick. I'm just thinking of like who would they draft? Or are they going to have? They'd have someone? to trade up. There's no way that the four top quarterbacks are going to be gone. I don't see him trading 15. up. I don't see him trading up. They made the playoffs with nobody this year. I think they'll stay. I have Dallas. I think that now that Dak is there. I don't love them. I'm not saying that they're going to win more than 10 games or anything like that, but I think it will be Dallas. I do think that they just have too much talent on that team. I think Dak will be able to rally the troops better than, uh, you know, Milwaukee beat cop Mike McCarthy will be able to do. So I'm, I think, I think Dak will, will lead them to probably nine or 10 wins. And that's all it takes in that division. I, I agree with that. I like that too. Um, but the only thing for me is the, de- if they fix that defense, they're well on their way. Uh, NFC South. Oh man, we really gonna let's take, just say yeah. Okay, the Bucks. Really the let's Buccaneers? move on to the next one. All right, it has to be the right. Bucks. Let's move on. All right, NFC West. Uh, you, you. I've already, I've already said it. Give me LA. I look it now. Book I will now. say LA as well, but only because I was a former Rockford Ram, and I'm just loyal to the Ram <laughs> brand. I, I'm just loyal. Oh boy! All right, let's jump into some rule changes. Rule changes. Now, before we do this, let's go over the ground rules. Okay. Um, we're just going to run through these rule changes real quick, let you know what passed. I'll probably type up a doc and post it, too, just so people can read them. Uh, some interesting things. Can we give a shout-out, though, to 
the league for everybody participating yeah, in it this year. This was yeah, that was that was huge. Round of applause. We got all participation 10, at an all time high. Uh, yeah, we're all getting participation trophies this year. Uh, everybody filled it out ten. So this is this is great. All ten people. We've got a full uh, league vote on these. So everything here is official, uh, which is fantastic. Um, first rule change was uh, dissolve the tight end position and add an additional flex. That did not pass eight to ten. Uh, everybody still wants that that tight end spot. Big fan of the tight end spot. Big fan, big fan. Add one keeper. This was the big highly rule. contested. Highly contested. Uh, it did not pass six to four. Uh, we are not adding a keeper, and I will say uh, it, this would have been a five-five vote until Taylor, you swung. I am. Let me let me. You swung my vote, and I was the one that added this rule. So I voted against this rule, even though I was the one that put it on the table. Why would you do that, Joe? I- <laughs> <laughs> no, I I am vehemently against the keeper. I just don't. I personally do not want. I do not see the point in rewarding previous years of draft. I feel like the years should stay separate. I don't think that just because I got lucky with Lamar Jackson getting him in the 10th round two years ago, I should be able to ride his coattails for the future. I think that, I mean, if we want to, if we're all about doing stuff like that, rewarding them, like, let's start a dynasty league. But I like this, um, this redraft league because we keep the years separate. Yeah. And I think I, I, after you explained it to me that way, I definitely agree because this is kind of, this is halfway between a redraft and a dynasty league, a keeper league is. And you're right. I do like the fact that each year is new. There's no lingering, you know, history from the previous year. That's kind of what makes it fun is that like every like year we said, start fresh. Derek went from literally the bottom to second place in the league. And it, in a like not to say that's not possible in a keeper league, too, but it's just more fun to see that in a full redraft. So love that. Um Change the defensive scoring. I brought this forward. Uh, I was pretty uh, passionate about this. Uh, nine to one, it passed. So we are changing the defensive scoring to what was proposed in uh, the the Google form here. So I'll try to post that too. It's just we talked about it the other day. The defensive scoring in fantasy, ESPN fantasy, is so outdated. Yeah, I want more points. Yeah. Well, and the problem is, is they're yeah, it's just like they're they're basing all of the they're not going off of average scores in the NFL anymore because those have skyrocketed too. So, uh, waiver rules change the minimum bid from one dollars one dollars multiple one dollars from one dollar to zero dollars. Uh, this is I would try to do this for. Pooge. Yeah, this is nicknamed the Pooge. The, this the Pooge is the, rule. The Pooge rule. Uh, nine to, or excuse me, eight to two. It did not pass. We're still having one dollar minimum bids. Yeah. So no surprise there. Uh, change to open waivers on Sunday through the last game of the week. Seven to three. That passed. So same thing we had this year. Uh, we also are doing open waivers on Thanksgiving. That passed six to four. And then open waivers on Saturdays in December when the NFL has games on Saturdays. That passed seven to three. Uh, next big rule. Add the option to trade Fab. Uh, this was a – I can't remember who brought this forward. Um, good rule to put forward. I, I was against it. It did pass, though, 6-4. to four. It was close. Uh, so we are going to have the option to trade Fab this year. That will be good. Um, can you read the next part here? Because this, yeah, this is the important part. And, and this is the, this is the, the rule I, I proposed – to, you know, in, in response case, to this rule. In response I to this rule. rule. Yeah, exactly. Um, you know. Very, uh, very, diplomatic. very Joe, Joe move. Very diplomatic. Uh, so this rule should at least one player be included on both sides of the transaction. Seven to three, yes. Yes, so we're not trading fab straight up for players. Or fab for fab. Yes. Which is the other big thing that 
fab for fab. I don't know. I'd be like trading dollars <laughs> as, for dollars. Joe. As I was saying that, well, maybe yeah. you know someone converted their fab to like Bitcoin or something, and <laughs> oh I don't know. Gosh. The big, I, I will say the the big, the only way we're trading fab this year is through PayPal. So you guys better get your PayPal account oh set gosh. up. Also, I didn't know this about Bitcoin. Very random fact, but like the first transaction with Bitcoin was like twelve Bitcoin for a pizza or something like that. And like that right now would be worth, I think like $600,000. Holy cow. <laughs> so I thought that was pretty crazy. So you, also, wow. I read that like, it, like if you like lose your password or something like that for Bitcoin, you like, there's no getting it back like at all. So there's really? this guy who like has like $220 million in like Bitcoin or something like that. And he forgot his password. Oh my gosh. It's like, yeah, it's craziness. Don't be that guy. Anyways, don't be that. Guy. I don't make any money. So none of this, none of this applies to me. Yeah. Uh, I just, you know, immediately spend it on, you know, Barbecue, Bo- not barbecue. Oh gosh, coffee. I'm, I might, I might be done with barbecue for a while after yeah. that meal. Ugh. Yeah, his eyes are still open, sitting, guys. Sitting heavy, I'm barely, right barely. Now. Um, okay, extend the fantasy season. Uh, there is a uh, rule in the NFL hoping to expand the NFL season to 17 games, 18 weeks, still one bye week for each team, uh, but teams will be playing 17 games. Which means we could push back the fantasy season one week, so we'd have a 17 week. Fantasy season. Uh, right now it's 16 weeks. Uh, nine to one, yes. I'm assuming that one person maybe just misread the question or something. Everybody wants a longer fantasy season. Absolutely. Uh, change the format of the Sacco. Taylor, this is a – we're gonna we're just going to throw this all on you. My movement. Your, my movement has your passed. Movement, your movement has passed. Seven to three. We are changing the format of the Sacco, uh, and it's – now the Sacco series. Seven to three in favor of the Sacco series. You want to explain So, yeah, Sacco you series. check me on this. Um, but basically instead of it being like the bottom four teams that are going into the losers bracket, it will just be the two worst records that will be playing each other three times throughout the playoffs. And it is best two out of three, whoever wins two or three games in that's in those three matchups will not be the Sacco. Whoever loses, um, you know, the two or three of those games will become the Sacco. That way we're not running into a scenario where, there's like a five-win team that all of a sudden clearly is not the worst team in the league, is not having to be the Sacco. Right. And there is still a, a, a small potential that we could have somebody with a better record, you know, not the worst record in the league, get the Sacco. But that's kind of the point is to get people to keep playing into the playoffs if they're not in the playoffs. Yeah, if we have like a winless team and somebody doesn't win a single game all year, they're not totally done. Right. And it's also like, you know, if you're – Going into the playoffs ranked ninth. I mean, you've kind of done that to yourself. If you only have two or three wins, we just wanted to avoid. I think uh, having like a five win team or a six win team. Yeah. So uh, very excited for that. That'll be fun. Uh, add the East West Bowl this past hundred percent unanimous. I think everybody. We have some predictions for the East West Bowl this year. Yeah. Uh, let's go. Let's say who we think is going to be on the count of three. One, two, three. West. Uh, is there even a question? It's going to happen. West Coast, Best Coast. Uh, we are increasing the buy into fifty dollars, ten dollars of which will go towards the East West Bowl. Um, I, I did explain how the East West Bowl is going to work in all of the write ups or whatever, but. We'll go over that before the season starts, as we always do. Uh, Triple Crown should be awarded to uh, best record, highest points for, and now it's the highest score in the regular season that passed eight to two. Um, just you know, we got to figure out some sort of payout for. I was thinking the something, Crown yeah, something. something like they. I don't know if we can. I don't know how much we can keep increasing this buy-in. Although I you was, said a hundred dollars, I was like, hundo. if we did a hundo, I think that that would be great. This is, and we were talking about this too. This is going to be my proposal. 
at some point. Hundo dollars, weekly high score payouts, triple crown payout, and then everything else too. Well, so. the triple crown, it's either like a, we might have one, we might not have one, correct? Sorry, say it again? Like yeah, yeah, we crown. might not have triple crown every year. So that's a that's a thing where we'd... We'll talk. We'll something like out. that. Yeah, but I think like maybe someone like that person like winning a fruit, like an NFL jersey or something sure. like that would be really Yeah, cool. or you know, like a Culver's custard or something. Or, Culver's? I don't Gross. know. <laughs> okay. All right, uh, keep using the NCAA March Madness bracket challenge to determine draft order. Uh, excuse me, determine the order in which draft yeah, you order gotta watch. Yeah, you got to watch your lingo here, Joe. Uh, yes, uh, nine to one it passed. Uh, I will say the top uh, option, uh, cause I, there was also a write-in option for, do you have a suggestion on how to determine draft order? I think my favorite so far has been, uh, <laughs> biggest poop recorded by mass. <laughs> well, biggest poop, which so, might be me after this, after this Franklin after barbecue the, trip. You, you are in high contention of that, uh, that, that right there. Um, and we don't really need to go over the podcast deets because we well, were Well, the proof's in the pudding. We're here. We're here. We're back. We've been fully funded and supported by your tax dollars. This uh, is huge. Yeah, yeah, absolutely huge. Um, 10% of your earnings are now going towards this uh, nonsensical, just, yeah. Uh, stupid podcast stupid that we're doing. podcast. There we go. Um, that my students keep bugging me about. <laughs> oh, my gosh. If you're listening right now, you guys need to go practice. Yes. If you've uh, made it this far into the pod, you need to go practice right now. Uh, no, seriously, appreciate you guys uh, enjoying the pod. Looks like uh, we got some good deets on, on what to do for this season, and uh, we're excited to bring you all back onto the pod. Uh, yeah, it's going to be another another great year. Um so yeah, we've got a couple more off-season things happening. Uh, we'll we'll talk again throughout the off-season. We're gonna have a, a combine talk. I know that Joe is a is a combine maven. He well, loves the huge, combine and the huge NFL draft, draft guy. Huge yes. draft guy right here. Super excited for the NFL draft. Uh, so we'll talk again then. Uh, we'll have our updated March Madness uh, stuff there, which I should say too. Don't forget your March Madness brackets lock. With the first game, actual game of the uh, the NCAA tournament. When you say actual game, are you saying that the first Michigan State game is not an actual I'm game? I'm saying the first four usually. Well, this year it is because Michigan State's there, but the first four <laughs> does not count towards your points for the bracket. Um, but we all know. I mean, the Rocket Mortgage, the Rocket Mortgage Spartans, the, the Michigan State Spartans presented by Rocket Mortgage will make it to the Final Four simply because they just they. This is what they do. <laughs> when we have bad seeds, we do great. When we're the two seed, we lose to Middle Tennessee State. Classic. That's what happens. Classic. So, uh, yeah. So next episode, we'll we'll bring you those live, uh, our live reactions to uh, to the bracket to the bracket and uh, and the results on who's picking their draft order first. So very exciting. I think that's all we got for you today, guys. Anything else, Tay? Before we close it out. I got nothing. I just want everybody to uh, really consider coming down here to Austin, Texas for the draft in uh, 2029. He is. Oh, 2029. Yes, I'm extending it. Okay. All right. My bid. There you go. It is on the table. All right. That's all we got for you guys this week on the pod. We'll see you in a couple months. Take it easy, guys. Peace out. See ya. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Bands Maker Dance Fantasy Football League Podcast.